welcome to the Advance Your Art podcast, where we talk about the journey from artist to entrepreneur and everything in between. You've worked hard to hone your craft. Now take it to the next level with tips, techniques, strategies, and routines used by successful artists to grow their businesses and careers. Now, let's get started and have some fun with your host, Yuri Cataldo. Hey, Sarah. Welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? Excellent. I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. It's it's good to see you again. Good to see you too. Yeah. So so podcast listeners, we'll get to this a little bit, but so Sarah and I have been friends for a while. We actually met in like a year ago in Santa Fe Opera in the Did early 2000s. Thing? Did the ding come through or no? No, I didn't good. hear the ding. Okay. So never so mind. Good. Okay. Cool. Sorry. No, that's okay. So this is going to be fantastic because I actually need to catch up with Sarah. At the same time, I thought I would just record it because why not? Why not? Yeah, you know, exactly. It's efficient. <laughs> it is more efficient that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sarah, so for the people who don't know you, yeah. how do you describe yourself and what you do now? So um, I, uh, I, I like to make stuff, and right now my goal is to – uh, is to find out what you need and make it for you. That's sort of my, my goal. Um, I, uh, I've been working with a couple of little startups recently and mm-hmm. doing mostly graphic design and marketing and web design stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can make websites and, um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I have a lot of experience sort of managing creative teams and doing cre- like building advertising creative. My, most of my, like, Careery career part has been in, in ad tech, okay. so um, ad advertising tech, <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, so I've been uh, for the last year I've just been uh, making doing graphic design and kind of getting get my hands dirty again, which has been really fun. It's actually yeah. been really invigorating and kind of I forgot how much I missed like making stuff when I get like I get to have stories now like that are like god and i was trying to teach these guys how to use google docs and they kept sending me to think back being like can you send me the most up-to-date version i would be like it's google docs (laughs) always like literally that's the purpose of us using this technology is so that i make a change and then you just see it yeah (laughs) live and i'll just send them the link again be like here you go buddy (laughs) that'll be another 75 dollars you know what i mean yeah (laughs) Sounds pretty I'm sweet. I'm like, hey, you wanted your money, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that link again. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm having fun. That's great. I'm having fun making things. That's awesome. Making stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So not much has changed since we last met. Yeah. So, so let's backtrack a bit. But, yes. So let's backtrack. So why did you originally decide to study theater? So I um, – I've always loved theater um i was a total theater nerd starting in middle school um i always actually really loved backstage so i never really until actually i never did any stuff on stage until uh i started doing improv when i was when i moved to baltimore um after after i'd been here for like five six years but Mm -hmm. um but 
other than that, I hadn't ever been on stage or had any real interest in being on stage. Um, I really just like making stuff. So I mm-hmm. started out with props and I, um, you know, when I was in college, I spent most of my time, like literally, <laughs> I, uh, so I went to the University of Virginia, which is, you know, world renowned for its theater program. <laughs> just kidding. And, um, and, uh, you know, cause I, my, my dad went there, my grandpa went there, my great grandpa, like I was legacy yeah. going there or else. <laughs> um, and so I, uh, thank God I worked it out and got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah. And so I, I did my, my second year of college. I, I, I like, started going nuts. I, I, I did basically from my sophomore or at UVA were that kind of asshole. So we call it second year, third year. Fourth oh, okay. Yeah. That's the, the Juilliard method. To yeah. another, you know oh. what I mean? So, um, so, you know, that's, I've taken that to heart. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like you do. And, um, and so I, um, but anyway, so when I was my second year, I, I actually started, I wanted to learn how to do like TV production. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have any programs there or any stuff there for it. So I, I started a TV station. Um, I like raised a bunch of money from a bunch of groups and then bought some cameras and then got some time on the local like cable access channel and started a TV station. And in the meantime, I did um, I did props for every single show that happened on campus, student groups and um, and like the <laughs> department. Wow. And I did. Uh, yeah, so I was like, I was, I when I do it, I go big. Yeah, um, you do. So, Wait, what was your TV station called? It was called Who TV, W H O O. Who TV? Where yeah. did where did that name come from? Uh, well, because Who, uh, the Wahoos are the UVA's like sort of unofficial mascot is the Wahoo, and so yeah. it was W H O O. Okay. What did you cover in your in your on your TV show? It was pretty. Fun. We actually had by the time I left school, we had eight different shows, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, most of them were at least we had two shows that were weekly, and then we had the rest of them were all monthly um, or more than that. But <laughs> the uh, the we had a news show um, where you know we covered hard hitting things like why are they making us take posters down? Very. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> Everyone wants to know why I had to take that flyer down in the hallway. Um, and, uh, you know, we, but it's been funny. Uh, a couple of the people that worked on Who TV in the early days are actually like on the news now. Like there's this guy who was one of our newscasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I put that in quotes. It wasn't. We were doing news show. So technically he was casting news yes. on the television. Um, but now he's actually... Uh, I think he's in Philadelphia now and he's working on a news station there. So I don't know. It's kind of neat. Um, and, uh, yeah, in the meantime, I was, um, doing, doing the theater stuff, doing the theater thing all the time. And, um, and then I, uh, when I got, when I graduated, actually, I had switched kind of to doing most, I was still doing all props for like everything that existed. But then I also started doing costumes and mm-hmm. doing, uh, doing costume design. Mm-hmm. And then there was this weird moment where, so UVA also has a uh, clearly world renowned um, graduate theater program. Okay. <laughs> and, and so they had had this weird situation happen where one of the grad students from the costume department mm-hmm. was going to get kicked out. 
And I had art, I had actually been taking all the grad classes along with the students that had come in. And so there was this potential that I could basically like go right from graduating to being in grad school yeah. with, in the theater program and do the, do costumes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I ended up sticking around for an extra year at like in Charlottesville working, basically just working, um, in the theater department for money mm-hmm. at that point and then trying to see if they would let me do that. And then it didn't work out and I was like, forget it, I'm leaving. <laughs> <clears throat> I was like, see ya. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I, at that point I had worked, um, I had applied for this, uh, internship at center stage, mm-hmm. uh, in Baltimore and, uh, to work in the costume shop and the, uh, and through a series of random coincidences, I ended up, um, going to Glimmerglass opera that summer. And so a bunch of people from center stage do glimmer glass in the summer and then come back, um, or did at that point. Okay. Uh, there's a big exchange between the two, uh, places. And so I worked there and then I came here and did this internship at center stage and did, um, and worked in the costume shop. Mm-hmm. And then the next summer I went to Santa Fe and that's where I met you. So that yep. would have been, what is that? Like 2005, four. Yes, I think so. So was it? Yeah. 2004. Cause I was my, I went my first year. What, what was I doing at that time? Do you remember? You, sounds were, bad. you were assistant designing. Okay, so that'd be so I was already that'd be 2005 then. Okay, 2005. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What show? It doesn't. What show did you do? So yeah, so there we go. So yeah, I was working with Paul um, on Lucio Silla, which was a bizarre yeah. opera, but beautifully designed. Yeah. As all things that Paul used to design were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay. So you were at Santa Fe. You were. Yeah. We're working. In I was a, in costume crafts. Crafts, that's right. Yeah. You made, you, did you? You didn't do hats. You made like swords and scabbards and. Yeah, I made swords and that, but we did do some of the hats. Didn't know. Was that the summer that they had the weird tempest? No. Oh no, uh, that was the, that because that was that's, also that's, was Paul Brown. That was the next year. Yeah, because <laughs> I made the weird like the grass hat. Yes. Big like crazy grass hats and then the um. Anyway, yeah, I made all sorts of all sorts of fun stuff but yeah. uh yeah yeah so why did you so why did you choose to go to santa fe opera that year um it was part pretty much i would say because i'd met this this woman in um at a working at center stage and she had worked there and i was like and she was like yeah you should come it's so fun and then i did and it was she was yeah. right it was awesome <laughs> um it was a good time yeah. And I, uh, like I said, I met, I, I'm still in touch with a lot of people. Like I, when I, um, so after that first summer, mm-hmm. when I went back, uh, to Baltimore, I brought a bunch of people with me. So like Alex and I had both worked there. Um, and, uh, and I just got a note from, from my, uh, producer. Just kidding. She just <laughs> said, um, I'm going to bed. Can you be a little more quiet? like story of my life yeah Uh, anyway (laughs) so um yeah so i had been uh i so i brought back like a bunch of people from the lighting department i basically stole them and brought them back to baltimore (laughs) and um (laughs) and then we worked at center state i i ended up working there after my internship i worked for another couple years there and um and really that was uh i at that point in my life i was like I figured I would be here in Baltimore for like a year, uh, maybe two. And then I would move to New York and like, you know, 
do the dream or whatever. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. I know what you mean, yeah. Um, and uh, and then I, um, you know, had done the, the summer stock thing for a couple of years, and I had done the, you know, and and then I watched. But there was this really kind of pivotal moment in that in that situation where I was like, oh, I gotta gotta think of another plan. Because so <laughs> I watched, and I'm not going to say the name because I'll, I'll tell you. I could tell you, you could edit it out, or I could, or I could not tell you. Okay. Uh, but there's a, a designer who had just won her second Tony, and mm-hmm. she came down. We had a lot of designers from New York just because it's such an easy trip. Yeah. And and I watched her in the hallway, like call her mom and ask her mom for money to help pay her rent. And I was so bummed. I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's the pinnacle of this career. Like, I could work my whole life. Yeah. And then I could be, like, you know, designing stuff for, you know, fancy people and Broadway and everything and win awards and everything and then still have to call my mom and ask my mom for money. I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. And, um, and I, uh, so I was like, okay, I got to figure out what else to do. So yeah. I had always made, <clears throat> excuse me, I had made, um, I I've always kind of been interested in the internet and I made websites when I was like, um, like I had prodigy when I was in middle school and high school. And like, do you remember geo cities? Yes. Yeah. So I used to like my friends and I in high school would make like those geo cities pages with like all the gifts, oh, you yeah. know, be like hamster dance and like yeah. peanut butter jelly time and like, MIDI music and really terrible stuff. So I used to make these just awful, awful websites with my friends. And then um, I sort of just kept doing it in the background um, all through college, which, you know, maybe I should have started, like, maybe take a computer science class. I don't know. You know, you you couldn't have forced me to do it, though, when I was in college. I was like, theater all the time. It's my life. Exactly. I was, uh, I was the same way, so I have no room to talk on that one. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it was all about the art. It's all about the art, and I don't need money. That's right. It'll it's, just work itself out in the future. That's kind of what I assumed. The yeah. future will just be fine. It will. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, young, young Sarah, what I'd give. Uh, but, yeah, so then um, I was like, okay. So I went to – while I was working at Center Stage, I ended up um, doing a graduate program at University of Baltimore – which was it called communications design. So or okay. publications design. I just, it's great. I, I did the whole program and I don't remember what it's called. You remember your degree. Okay. Exactly. It was basically uh, graphic design and web design. Okay. And I sort of focused really heavily in the web design part of it because, um, you know, the internet is going to be pretty big. Yeah. So I, um, <laughs> after, uh, I finished up the program, I, um, I went and got my, I guess this is sort of like towards the end of the program. I got my mm-hmm. first job with a, it's a very, very, very tiny startup. So I stopped working at the theater and started working at this, um, like literally it was me and this one woman and the mm-hmm. woman had started it and she had different business cards for like who she was going to go meet with. So she was like, I'm the CEO. Now I'm the CFO. Now I'm the CMO. Like oh, depending wow. on what you had to do. Yeah. And, um, it was a sort of, uh, it was it was called fetch food and the mm-hmm. whole point was it was like what grubhub is now but it it um clearly didn't win <laughs> <laughs> clearly uh yeah. other services were much more reliable and 
but it was a really, it was actually a pretty cool experience because we had, um, it was literally just her and me and she had got, she had worked with some friends and, and built the software and it would, um, it was this sort of online portal that you could go in and put into websites for, um, for these restaurants. But then we were literally hoofing it to different restaurants in Baltimore and oh. buying them fax machines because it would come, it like would come through the fax machine and then um, they would take the faxes and yeah. then the orders. And then there was just so many like random little issues. Like why would you call it fetch food if it's not a delivery service? Yeah. <laughs> right? Wait, so it's not a it's not a delivery service? If the restaurant delivered, then it would oh. then yes, but if like other than that, it's not like you could it's not like Uber Uber Eats or anything. It's like Right. It was, it's like you just you phone your order ahead early? Right. Or it was more like or, you could, or you could fax order it online. Okay. Like you could order it over the computer and then it would fax the thing to the <laughs> restaurant. And the restaurant would get it yeah. and then they would call anyway, it was it was uh not as seamless as well. Seamless. Right. It was <laughs> what you're describing right now. I mean, it, it sounds like it. I don't know why it's not a billion dollar idea. <laughs> no. um, but uh, it didn't didn't end up working out. And eventually, we, it was it went under. But that she wouldn't. She didn't want to accept that. But then when I stopped getting paychecks, I was like, I. <laughs> <laughs> I left theater to so I could actually so get paid. I have a paycheck and now. Yeah continue to not get paychecks. Um, so, uh, so then I got a job at the Baltimore sun, mm-hmm. um, in their, in their, uh, online advertising department and, um, did built, uh, ads for all kinds of small businesses around Baltimore and, um, all kinds of random stuff. But I got to learn a, a lot of get, sort of get my feet wet in like dealing with clients and dealing with, um, customers in that way. Like, it, in, in sort of an advertising sense. And then, um, and then I'd been there for like a year and a half or so. And a friend of mine had left, um, the sun and well, and that was also right around the time when, so the tribune had bought the sun, um, and they were doing all kinds of layoff. It was like, I mean, you know, the, the newspaper industry is obviously, you know, having a rough go of it. And it certainly wasn't doing that great back then either. So, um, it's the beginning of, of, of where we are now. Yeah. And, uh, and so I ended up, um, getting a job, uh, from this company called, uh, millennial media mm-hmm. and millennial does, uh, they started out doing ads on, um, on mobile phones, like before people were really doing that. So they, okay. um, I was like the 30th employee and, um, I was the, uh, the first hire in the, uh, art department or in like the creative department Mm -hmm. and uh, the uh yeah and it was actually really really cool so that's probably like the beginning of millennials probably like the hardest i've ever worked but also Mm -hmm. like the cool it was so cool you know like we were getting to really make stuff that didn't exist like i i mean now i feel like an asshole saying this but like i literally personally like coded and built and designed one of the very first interstitial ads that ever happened on a mobile phone, which is like now everyone she should hate me for that, but like back <laughs> we've got you I, to blame, huh? Like when it's I like you and that guy who did Auto Tune. Yes, exactly. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, so at the beginning, uh, yeah, it was really really fun, and and like the phones were, um, it was like, do you know how much do you know much about like 
web design, web coding stuff at all. Nope. Well, there's like, so like the basics of um, building a website are like, you've got, uh, there's three main sets of languages. There's like a sort of structural language, there's a design language, and then there's a, these sort of behavioral languages that make things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the phones at the beginning could could only barely do the structural language. Okay. <laughs> could barely do HTML. Yeah. And that was really pushing it. So um, they couldn't do CSS at all. They couldn't do anything that um, was made anything really look cool. So yeah. so it was a constant challenge to figure out how to use these kind of technologies that were on the computers, like had had blown way past it. And everyone was now having these dev- these phones in their hands and they were used to computers doing X, Y, and Z. And they were kind of like immediately like, why doesn't my phone do it? And you're like... <laughs> Because it's not as smart as your computer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, so anyway, so it was really cool to kind of grow along with yeah. uh, with the technology there. Do you remember what your the ad the ad you coded? Do you know what the ad was for, or remember what the ad was for? Yeah. Um, one of a the so there was one for it was a car company. Um, I feel like it was. I don't remember. What, it was a car. Okay. And then the second, the one I made, the second one I made that I was actually really, that I was really proud of was for the movie Jackass. Oh. Uh, Jackass 2, I think. <laughs> um, but I made this whack-a-mole game. Yeah. I coded this game and um, and made it work on a, a pretty large number of phones, which was pretty cool. <laughs> and, um, and so it was like, you would, the thing I was really proud of was like, you'd have, like, the little heads would pop up, like, what's this Johnny Knoxville Ted? And then if you oh, yeah. pecked on him, then mm-hmm. it made it look like somebody beat him up <laughs> before he went back down. So it was, like, just, you know, fun little um, actions like that. We Yeah. Oh, crazy, crazy story. So anyway, so we, I build this thing. I design this thing, and I build this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And at that time, we had a couple of interns, uh, or we had just, like, college interns coming in and helping. And, um, and then a couple of years later... Um, this kid comes back, uh, and interviews with me to get a, like a job, an official job on the design team. Mm-hmm. And he, put that ad in his portfolio. And I was like, bitch, I made that thing. <laughs> I made that. I designed it. I built it. I did everything for it. Like you're yeah. coming in here. I've worked with you before. You're coming in here and you're showing me my work in your portfolio. I was like, that is bally, baller. Like, yeah, it is. no. No, you were not gonna come work here because you're really <laughs> dishonest. But, but like, <laughs> dang on, dude. <laughs> intense. Like, if you're gonna steal stuff. At least make sure you're not showing it to the person you stole it from. Right. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah. So I um, I worked there, and I um, uh, yeah. After about uh, we sort of we kept hiring people, and we grew the team, and then um. And the guy who had sort of, who basically been my boss and had been sort of like the head of all of creative, but then was like, he, he moved into more of a product role. And then mm-hmm. I taking over most of the, you know, most of the team. And then I ended up, um, helping build the team. We had, we ended up having designers in, uh, by the time I was, I was no longer in charge of it. We had, uh, people in Singapore, in London, in Baltimore and in LA. And, yeah. and we were, uh, you know, supporting this worldwide business. And, and after, after a couple of years of, of that, I would say I, I'd been doing it for three or four years. I was starting to get really bored because we were just making boring stuff. And mm-hmm. I was, this sucks. 
um, because we have, uh, you know, these phones can do so much cool stuff, but people just don't understand it because it's so complicated mm-hmm. technically. And, and the people that really don't understand it are our salespeople. And so, um, what we need, we need them to sell better things so that we can make better things. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that simple. Yeah. So I went to my bosses and I said, Hey, here's the deal. We need the sale- sellers to sell better things. They don't understand it. It's too complicated. And mm-hmm. it's also really like, there's no reason to make any of them have to really understand this. Like, so here's what I want my job to be. I want to help them sell cooler stuff. Mm-hmm. So I went to my houses and I said, I want to sell, I want to, I don't want to have a number attached to my name. I don't want to be a salesperson. I want to be sort of like a sales engineer and help them, uh, help pitch pre-sales stuff for them, yeah. them pitch cooler stuff. And if you don't let me do it, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they like, Oh, okay, cool. Go do it. I was like, awesome. And that's what's so great about like startup land is like, you, you know, as long as you're genuinely out there trying to like make the thing better in general, mm-hmm. you know, people, people will let you get away with, with stuff like that. Yeah. Like going up and just being like, yes, yeah, so I'm going to do this now. You guys are going to pay me. <laughs> right. Exactly. And, and your options are like, keep paying me and I'll do that. Or like, just stop paying me and I will not do anything for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what happens sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, yeah, so then I um, I did that for a while, and that was actually really, really fun. And I went uh, – I got to travel a lot when I did that mm-hmm. job. I went and, um, you know, saw I, – I met with agencies all over the world, actually, and um, would go – like, I got to go to Brazil. I got to go to, um, to London and France and Germany, and um, it was really cool. I got to go uh, – just help. And what was really awesome about that job was I got to just like make the coolest, like I got to develop and design the coolest things that could be done in an ad space on these phones. Mm-hmm. And then like, I just got to go around and just be like, look how cool this is. Don't you want to <laughs> play with it at these meetings? So we'd come to these yeah. and learns and they're, you know, and I would bring this, I had these giant backpacks full of iPads mm-hmm. that I loaded up with all these toys. And I basically would be like, here's a sandwich and an ipad like yeah go nuts have fun yeah. <laughs> you know don't make boring don't don't buy anything boring now that you see what you can do um and uh yeah did that for a while and then uh and that was that was great and then mm-hmm. built a team for that and mm-hmm. so i ended up having uh so i had three full-time like pre-sales designers and then had a bunch of people like on the rest of the teams that would kind of come in and out when they had time. Okay. Uh, which was, which was awesome because it sort of helped the keep the creative teams um, excited, you know, cause you'd get to, instead of just being in the, you know, stuck in the back of the office, like every once in a while you get to leave the, get, get unchained from the desk and go see like, you know, what exactly. really for. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was cool. And then, uh, AOL um, bought Millennial Media. Okay. And um, and and actually, right during the acquisition for that, I would I actually had my kid. So mm-hmm. um, cool. so I was uh, I was actually out on maternity leave when when this was all announced. Mm-hmm. And then when I got back from maternity leave, they were like, "Hey, we think that in this new setup with AOL, that you should come over and sort of handle." Um, like innovation stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that sounds cool. Um, 
And, uh, and so I ended up being on a team, um, in, in this sort of new organization where, um, I, uh, what the role was supposed to be and what the role ended up being were two totally different things, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and what it ended up being was whenever the, uh, executive level people would have an idea, mm-hmm. um, it would come to our team to vet it for, um, for like, you know, is it a good business plan? Is it a good business idea? Like how much would it cost? Do people want it? Would it work? Like just make a couple of, of, prototypes of it and see if you can make something out of it or not. And mm-hmm. what's funny about that, like that was really, really fun. And it was like, in the meantime, we were working on all kinds of like, you know, one of our main, um, like I was working with, with Tim Armstrong, who's the C who was the CEO of, of it. Um, mm-hmm. and I was having weekly meetings with him and his whole thing would be like, um, uh, I just want to make ads not suck. So like make some stuff that makes ads not suck. And I'd be like, okay. Um, so then we'd go brainstorm and try and figure out, come back with like 15, 20 things. So you're like, what do you think? And he'd be like, mm-hmm. no, those still suck. And we were like, no, right? This is a hard problem. Like, uh, so we kept coming back and forth. And, and um, But what's funny about that time is most of the stuff I'm most proud of are the things that I, I stopped them from making. Like they had, they had a lot of, you know, there's a lot of executives that they, um, you know, a lot of times when you're meetings, like the person that, that gets to make the decision is either the loudest um, mm-hmm. person that has the highest title. Yes. Um, and and those are the people's things who get done, even if they're not smart at all. Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, right. They make the most noise. <laughs> yeah, yes. whoever makes the most noise wins. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, uh, there's this guy, uh, Tom Chi. You heard of him? Mm-hmm. He used to work at, uh, he was at, um, he was at Google X and he's done a whole bunch of really cool stuff. But he, he has this whole, uh, really awesome, uh, thing about rapid prototyping. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's this, uh, one of the main things that he says there is like test, don't guess. So if you don't have data to prove that you're right, then get out of my face. Right. <laughs> like, like, you know, Tests don't guess. We don't guess. We don't have guessathons. We don't have meetings where they're like 45 minutes long, where we just like go around and around and around, and eventually the loudest person wins. Like, yeah. come to me with data or with actual evidence that your idea is good, and mm-hmm. then we will, then we can talk. And so I um, was pretty good at like being like they would say, "Well, I think it's going to do this," and I'd be like, "Well, where's your proof?" <laughs> I'd be like, "I don't." I don't. How many? I'll be like, okay, well, let me prove it for you. Let me give me give me a week. Yeah, I'll go out. I'll figure out a way to test out, you know, the core parts of your idea, and then um, I'll come back to you and tell you whether it's a good idea or not. I'll have proof. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, see you next week. Um, so that was pretty awesome. <laughs> and um, and then I would say uh, after about a year or so of that. Um, then there was a whole bunch of other like big corporate shenanigans that went on. So Verizon yeah. had bought AOL, Verizon mm-hmm. then Yahoo, and combined Yahoo and AOL um, into a company that should have been called Yahoo. <laughs> but nobody listens to me. No, I know. That's... Um, <laughs> but um, they went with Oath. 
<laughs> also doesn't make any sense. Yowl is so much better. They've literally rebranded it like the last three or four months to be Verizon Digital Media Services, which okay. actually is what it is. So yeah. <laughs> like, wish you, wish you started there. Um, but uh, anyway, so then um, there was just a lot of stuff going on with that, uh, with with combining two companies that basically did exactly the same thing. So both mm-hmm. both AOL and Yahoo, like uh, AOL, it's it's crazy. They actually own like the Huffington Post. They own TechCrunch. They own um, they own MapQuest. They own uh, a ton of stuff. AOL owns. And, wow. And Yahoo owns a ton of stuff too. So Yahoo owns a bunch of content stuff. They own Tumblr. They mm-hmm. own um, all kinds of stuff that you wouldn't even think. And so, so both of the businesses had this sort of like ad tech component and then mm-hmm. a whole huge like content side. And so, um, then they went, so I was firmly on the, on the like ad tech side of things. And then they went through this huge exercise to try and combine all of the tech from both companies into a single stack so that it would, you know, not have a ton of duplication. And, um, and during that process, there just wasn't a ton of, um, of room to really, uh, push, to really push the envelope or make, make too much noise honestly yeah. um and so <laughs> i uh i i ended up getting pretty bored and um and eventually uh ended up uh, volunteering for a layoff last year um mm-hmm. so there was uh you know they were doing rounds of layoffs every couple of months and it was um i finally was like please, please <laughs> lay me off. Please lay me off for God's sake, yeah. please. Um, I'd love to. And, and it actually worked out perfect. Um, it was the best thing ever. I, uh, because we had just bought this house, um, mm-hmm. that I'm in right now. And, uh, and so I ended up getting to, um, like literally physically move all of our stuff into this house from our old house. And like, um, I, got to do a bunch of we were renovating it for a long time and so i ended up getting to like finish it up so that we could live here and mm-hmm. um, and just swinging hammers for a couple months which was great kind of felt like i was getting back to i spent you know 10 15 years just doing like computers 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 yeah it was nice to be like oh i got my hands dirty again like <laughs> i literally am disgusting i need to take a shower and i haven't mm-hmm. ever i haven't felt this happy in a long time <laughs> you know what i mean um and, uh, and so it was, uh, it was really, really cool. And then I got the old house ready to sell and then sold mm-hmm. it. And, um, and then I was like, okay, now I'm gonna, now I need to make money some more. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all of my, you know, my sweet, sweet, like layoff ride that's over <laughs> time to, to like, you know, contribute again to, mm-hmm. to family and society. So I, uh, I decided to, um, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm just going to see, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to tap into some contacts and see who needs what. Mm-hmm. And like, initially I went out with this whole plan that I was going to create a company that would, um, basically provide the same service that I was providing to those like exact level people mm-hmm. to, to whoever. So my plan was to, to sort of, if you have a startup idea, um, you know, or you want to, uh, you need to vet your, your plan before you like put your whole life savings into it or whatever. Right. Um, I could help you, uh, 
get your uh, get some actuals about sure. things. So either build some little prototypes um, that would just be sort of front end. They wouldn't be very, you know, it's mostly digital projects, products, mm-hmm. obviously, but, um, you know, because I, I, since I worked in mobile forever, everyone's always like, oh, I have this app idea. I've got yeah. a great idea for an app. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> and I would always be like, all right, well, you know, you're in, I'm in. We're going to test it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but I'm not gonna. They'd be like, "Can you build it for me for three dollars?" And I'd be like, "Neither of those questions, neither of those answers, are you gonna like?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna make this. Uh, I was gonna sort of help test ideas and and help bring user testing into the into processes way mm-hmm. earlier. People to not be so scared about how important user testing is. Like, you don't have to just. Um, until you show it to someone, until you're another Tom Chi thing is until your loop length, yeah. like the distance of time between when you show somebody, when you have actual results, uh, and when you make changes, like it needs to be as short as possible. Um, how do we, how do we get you as close to, as close to a, a reasonable version of success uh, as possible before you mm-hmm. start? So, um, I sort of went in with that, uh, with that mindset, okay, I'm going to go, you know, so I'm tapping into some of my like uh, sort of startup communities and trying to, you know, I was really, really um, super uh, enamored with blockchain. Still am. I think it's so flippant cool. <laughs> and, um, and so I was doing a bunch of research on blockchain and trying to go okay. out and these sort of like, um, you know, crypto companies or like blockchain based companies that were doing cool stuff to kind of say, Hey, can I help you? Um, you know, prototypes of things out. And, mm-hmm. and in the meantime, I then had a bunch of people from my old job contact me and be like, Hey, can I pay you to do this graphic design stuff? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So then I was just kind of making, uh, making websites for people and making, you know, and it's actually been really fun. Um, yeah. I've gotten to like, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting, I've been, I've, I've been on sort of the other side. I've been on like, let me help, 500 companies think of 500 different things in, you know, in two weeks mm-hmm. as opposed to like, okay, now we got one company. How do we make it be awesome? You know, or how do we like their product is pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty complicated. How do we show people that it's, that it's, that it's that awesome when it's um, kind of complicated. So it's been, a, it's been a really kind of different challenge, but really interesting and exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about life. And I have this, so then I, now I'm in this weird situation where I've, I've, I'm in, I'm having a good time freelancing. Okay. And then I had this person reach out and I'm, I am being recruited for this job at, at a, um, at a major utility company. And, Mm -hmm. um, and it would be running a creative team, which would be something I could, you know, I'm kind of would be excited to do because I, yeah. I miss people. Um, <laughs> it's pretty much me and my cat here most of the time. And then, uh, mm-hmm. then my kid and my wife, and then, then it's back to me and the cat. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, she's a great cat, but, um, you know, her, her water cooler dog is really boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just looks at me like, give me food. Um, so I, uh, yeah, so I've been, 
kind of, you know, trying to figure out how to get to, uh, I'm also having a lot of issues where my wife, my wife will come home and I'll be like, tell me everything that happened to you today. <laughs> and she'll just like, take a deep breath, psycho, like mm-hmm. back up. Um, and so <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've realized that I need to figure out some way to get a little more personal interaction with other human beings during the day. Sure. Um, and so getting a, a regular old J-O-B might be a, mm-hmm. a, an easy way to, to do that. Yeah. Um, and so I've been going back and forth about it to see whether, you know, because I've now had five interviews with them. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one in consideration at this point um, because no one else would have hung in this long. <laughs> had a real job or, you know, really needed a job at this point would have left a long time ago. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I'm in this weird spot of like, do I, do I, you know, do I stop this thing that I'm, that I'm really enjoying? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really enjoy the flexibility. I enjoy like, like today was President's day. My kids daycare was closed. Like I mm-hmm. didn't to talk to anybody about it. I just didn't just played with her all day. Right. <laughs> and um, that was awesome. So, um, <laughs> So it's, you know, do I, but on the other hand, like, I, um, I, I really, uh, need to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's also like, if I, I'm, I'm having a weird, like, I feel like on a creative level, but mm-hmm. now, um, part of being here in my house all the time um, and and having this sort of freelance business is that I'm I'm working all the time, so I never yeah. stop working, and so then I don't I I haven't um, had any time that I felt like I could do my like the creative stuff that I actually you know my my personal artistic stuff mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to um, you know I used to, when I was uh, had a had a real job like I used to. You know, it was like I would work all day on the computer and then when I was done, I would go home and I would be, you know, in my basement working on stuff or like on my sewing machine or like make it, you know, I don't know. I did a lot of baking for a while. Baking oh. seems to be a pretty good, I, I don't know. I can make a mean, um, I'm pretty good at, at pastries at this point. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> I, I'm, I, uh, but yeah, I just like, I find now that I'm, I'm just tired, you know, I'm mm-hmm. just, and I'm like, when I look at the kitchen, I don't think like, Ooh, what could I make today? I think like, I got to clean that up before they get home. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then, um, and then it's like, I, once everybody goes to sleep, I need to get another two hours in on this project and cause people need it. And yeah. And so does that, does that remind you of, of your theater days right now? Is that it feels kind of happening? Yeah. It feels kind of like that. And it feels well, it's there's some interesting parallels in like in that the there's always the show must go on, right? Like the the mm-hmm. the there are deadlines and they have to be hit. Um and then it's also I guess yeah, it does have the same sort of feeling of like I am um I am the only one responsible for X, Y, and Z. And if I don't do it, no one else is going to do it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if I don't do my part, you know, it's, it's actually going to have consequences. 
Yeah. And not just for like me personally, like, oh, my, you know, but it would have like legitimate consequences on these businesses if they went out and looked like. But if they went out and put some of the decks out there that they've been putting out before they showed up, <laughs> there's legit consequences uh, for that sort of behavior. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so that's yeah. But then this like just working my working my butt off mm-hmm. is another uh, thing that reminds me of theater days of like yeah. or and also this this concept of like. Um, you know, of create of the, what is the value of creative work, right? Like mm-hmm. the, how much, how do you value it? Um, yeah. And, so how do you value your creative work? Well, I, I put together this, um, I, I read this book and now I'm not going to remember what the book's called. Cause that's, you know, that's, that's how it works. You so. yeah. Um, if I think of it later, I'll email you. It'll be like, okay. this is what I want. But it basically, um, was like, put, here's how you need to figure out how much money you should charge per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, is you should figure out like what, how much money do you want to make a year? Um, that'll cover everything you want to do. And mm-hmm. then, um, and then how much, how much do you want to work at? How many hours would you really want to work a week? <laughs> right? And then just do some math. Yeah. Um, and so I came up with this number that at the beginning, when I started out, it sounded ridiculous to me, which I was like, there's no way I can charge people $150 an hour. And mm-hmm. then I was like, Oh wait, yeah, I can. <laughs> if they're gonna pay it, sure. So, yeah. uh, so I've I uh, I have I have a a bunch now. I have different rates for different clients just because um, it's basically at this point like how long have you have I worked with you? Like people that I got in at the beginning are getting a deal, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the people that have signed up a little later. Um, but yeah, I. Um, and and also I've I've like the projects that I don't really want to do that much mm-hmm. charge them a bunch of money because I'm like I'm even though you know it's not going to take me though like I just don't want to do it so I'm going to charge you like I'm going to quote you something insane and if you say yes then I'm like all right it's yeah. <laughs> enough money for it to be worth it for me to do this thing I don't really want to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and but it's interesting because so my wife's a doctor, right? And mm-hmm. she, um, like, she couldn't tell you what I do. Like, she, yeah. she has no concept of what she's like. I don't know internet. She does the internet. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yes, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Just like you, what do you put leeches on people? <laughs> like leeches, right? That's all you do. Exactly. Um, but uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, so we we um, there's. Like back in the day, so she we've been together for like ten years, um, mm-hmm. and she used to be like, "You do costumes, fix my pants." Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "I don't want to fix your pants." Go <laughs> like, pay the lady at the tailor shop twelve dollars. She's got the machine all set up. She's yeah, do it she's right. Good at that. Like, I'll give you twelve dollars mm-hmm. to go get them in, and she just didn't get it. She was like, "Why wouldn't you? Like, why? It's just like it's easy for you. Why wouldn't you just do it?" And I was like, "Because mm-hmm. I don't." Cause I don't want to, <laughs> cause like, cause like, I don't want to, you know, like I'm not trying to, I'm never going to compete with, with, well, with classrooms, it was like, I can never compete with China. I'm never going to compete with like Indonesia, yeah. you know, for prices. So it's gotta be about like the, you know, the quality of the work. What do you want out of this piece? Um, you know, what do you need me to build? And people mm-hmm. are like, what do you mean build? And like, you build an outfit, you build a costume. That's what you do. You build it. <laughs> you, <laughs> 
and they're just kind of like, you mean sewing? I'm like, sure, sure. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's been an interesting thing for me more recently to be like, to sort of stand up for myself about it. Mm-hmm. And be, yeah. Yeah. It does cost this. This is where my time is worth. So like, yeah. if you want it, like if you want, um, if you want a quality product, um, you know, I, I know like one thing I know about myself is that I will go balls to the wall. I will go super hard and work really hard. Mm-hmm. And I will, and I'm also, uh, very upfront and honest about things. And so I have a little timer. Like I, I never charge anyone for time that I don't do. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like down to like the minute, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, here's your, you know, this is literally, I could track back exactly what I was doing. If you want to know, like if you get weirded oh, out wow. about it, it'd be like, here's what I, um, yeah. and is there, is there an online program you use for that? Or is it just like a system you have? I use, I use fresh books. Okay. Which, and um, that, it has time tracking. And then I basically have like the project set up and then I have like, um, you know, different tasks that I'll put in there. And so it would be like, you know, I'm doing, um, randomly, which is actually kind of interesting now that it's coming back around is I'm, I'm doing a lot. I'm working with a couple of different startups now that are doing, and I'm, I'm helping build their, like their pitch decks for, mm-hmm. uh, like C- series a and, um, and, uh, seed, seed funding and stuff. And, um, so I'm kind of getting to do I'm kind of coming around to what I put out in the universe of like, let me help you vet your idea a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it's only been finally, it's been like what, like a year. I'm such a, mm-hmm. such a spoiled brat. Um, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm like, look, you, the, I've been doing a lot of like random diagrams lately of how do I take this really complicated cybersecurity protocol mm-hmm. and put it on a piece of paper so that when somebody, um, you know, when you're going into some investor that they can just look at it and get an idea of what's going on. And, and they, um, and it, people don't really seem to understand that that kind of stuff takes time. Right. And so I have to tell them up front, I'm like, look, this is probably going to take me a good 10, 12 hours. And they're like, well, I already have this thing. You know, isn't it, is it going to really be that? I'm like, yes. It is literally going to be that. Like, first, first off, I have to understand what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and then I have to translate it into pictures. So, um, and and I don't draw very well. So these things are going to have to all be swirled into a single, you know, pile. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it's, but it's been great. I, um, you know, I've, I've, I've in general, so far, you know, under promised and over delivered to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, uh, I try to, um, yeah, I try and, I mean, I, I want to build trust, you know, I'm trying to build trust with all these people and it's been pretty, it's been going pretty well. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't pissed anybody off yet. Well, that's good so far. We, so we, we've hit on a couple of different items like this, but I'm, I'm curious when you think back to your theater days, what are some obvious things that you use now or things that have helped you along the way that you're like, oh, yeah, I learned to actually do that when I was working in theater? Yeah. Uh, so 
One thing that, that has come up recently when I've been doing these job interviews is one of the things they kept asking me about is like, are you comfortable talking to people like at different levels within the company? Are you okay with bureaucracy? Are you okay with it? And I was like, yeah, I've never been, you know, I, one thing I learned in theater is how like, is, is how to talk to people and how to, um, and how, you know, the sitting on desks is, you know, like if you need something, you go over to the person who has it and you wait till they give it to you. Right. Like, that's, right. <laughs> like because you need it. Yeah. Um, and so there's none of this like, Oh, I don't know. What do you think we should do? No, you go and ask them and then they, it happens or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and people kept, um, asking me like, Oh, are you, you know, how do you feel like you know how to like talk to executives? And I was like, well, yeah, you, I'm like, everybody puts their pants on. Um, everybody like, I, I was like back in my costume days, like everybody, I've seen so many people naked, you know, what I mean? <laughs> I've seen so many different people, fancy mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Very, very, you know, famous, rich people. They're naked too, you know. (laughs) In the morning, uh, everybody puts their pants on, uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's like I was telling this story the other day. I watched this episode of Oprah a million years ago, and um, and it was back before she had turned Doctor Oz into before he became like a vitamin salesman or whatever he is now. Oh right, right. Uh, And he was on uh, he was on her show, and they were talking about um something and he said you know uh he says everybody he's like the normal average human being like farts like 10 12 times a day mm-hmm. and he was like, everyone farts and oprah goes i don't fart and he goes you fart oprah <laughs> everybody farts even <laughs> oprah farts <laughs> and that's stuck in my head forever i'm like every even oprah farts so like even oprah farts so like there's no there's no uh nobody's that special that you can't mm-hmm. have a conversation with them generally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I feel like has been the biggest thing I've taken from theater is like just this, this sort of uh, feeling of um, um, urgency, the sense of urgency around work and, and getting, having people, not just that I have a sense of urgency, but people can see that I'm taking them seriously and that I value their, their needs Mm-hmm. as urgent um and uh whether or not i really do is a you know totally different matter but like people get the <laughs> feeling that i understand that what they are talking about is right. urgent urgent and important yes and that um and that ultimately like they don't scare me mm-hmm. <laughs> also my dad's a psychiatrist so i've talked to a lot of a lot of people in my life so like you know what i mean i i know how to deal with a lot of a lot of just things by osmosis Sure. So, <laughs> so in, in everything that you've done so far, what would you say has been the best advice you've ever received? Um, the best the best advice I ever got was from uh, was was from my dad actually, and he mm-hmm. um, he always says don't don't ever not go just because you don't have a ticket. Um, if you want to do something like you can do it, you can always find a way in. Like mm-hmm. always figure it out. You may not have a ticket, but like, wh- what's the worst case scenario? You go over there, and somebody's gonna sell you a ticket on the side of the road, right? <laughs> like, if you want to do something, do it. Um, and don't blame don't blame the lack of ticket 
for the lack of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, nothing, don't let anything stop you. I, I, I get that one. So, um, and we used to go to things that we, we used to talk our way into stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dad and I. <laughs> anyway. Um, That's good. Yeah. So, th- Again, thank you so much for chatting with me right now. This has been fun. So if the listeners would like to get a hold of you, see your work, uh, like see what you're up to these days, where's the best place online they can do that? Yeah. uh, Well, there's my LinkedIn, which I'm at. I'm Sarah Jennings uh, on LinkedIn. And then um, I'm working on my website still. It's funny. It's like with costumes. It's like costume designers are dressed the worst, you know, like figure out how to dress themselves. So my personal website is a a giant mess right now, but, um, but I do have one. It's called sarahjenningsdesigns.com. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I will put links in, in the show notes. So people can click right through and get a hold of you that way. And you should look up Tom Chi rabbit prototyping. Because that that's like an hour that you will always appreciate. An hour how, do of time. Tom, how, do you, how do you spell Tom, his last name? Is it T-H-O-M? Is he a Thom? Or no, is he a he's Tom? a regular old T-O-M. Okay. T-O-M-C-H-I. C-H-I. Okay. And uh, there's this there's a spe- speech he gives on this thing called Mind the Product. There's an yeah. event called Mind the Product that he speaks at. Or, and it's totally awesome. I'll send you the link and you can pop it in there too. Yes, please do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. This has been fantastic. Yay. It's really good to talk. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Advance Your Art Podcast. If you liked this episode, please go into iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And while you're there, hit the subscribe button so that every single time I release a new episode, it will go directly to you without even thinking about it. If you're interested in hearing older episodes, please go to AdvanceYourArt.com where you can find the catalog of everything I've done so far, as well as contact information and projects I'm working on. Thank you again, and have a great day.